Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake B. Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an associate's degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, a teacher certificate from Westfield State College, and is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, a place where we have all of you out there to find something that you enjoy doing. I'm here tonight with my trusty engineer, Mr. Tommy. Mr. Tommy is the guy that makes me look good and makes the show work. And Tommy, how you doing this evening? I'm doing great, Gene. How are you? Whoops. I am doing just fine. And I have my special guest, Scott Howard here. Scott, how you doing this evening? Thanks I for coming am. back. If I was any more awesome, I'd be jealous of myself. <laughs> Thanks for asking, Gene. Okay. We are doing part two of a show that we did last week. And the title is The Importance of Image. I'm not going to say as it applies to a job search or for workers, but actually it applies to everybody, every company. Anyway, the importance of image. But anyway, for, but for those of you new to the show, we have a little clip that we're going to play, so I'm not saying the same thing over and over again. And so if you got it, Tommy, let it go. This is the only show in America that I'm aware of that represents all of you who work out there. So if you work, I want you to know that I know that you exist. And that includes your people that are unemployed, the professionals, the teenagers, the school dropouts, the minorities, the veterans, the ex-offenders, the seniors, the gay people and the gay population, those that are bisexual, transsexual, whether they want to be a boy or a girl, or plus the immigrants and the Native Americans. If you work in this country, I want you to know that you make up our workforce and I salute all of you. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show. And simply by going out to our Tan Talk Radio Network, which is Tantalk1340.com, you can find that, find Opportunity Hour, and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment instead of a job. 
And the reason I say that is because I want you to see me. Because you have counselors, career coaches, HR individuals, and many others that are telling this, our most experienced workers that help make this country not to put stuff on your resume because it's going to date your age. As if we're not going to see you when you show up. And so I want you to see me to do the show. You just got you here in my background. And I want you to see me. I want you to look at me, my scars, bumps, my color. My hair is beginning to thin out, all that sort of stuff. I want you to look at me because I know we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side. We see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. And so that's why I want you to see me do the show because I want you to know that we see you. But more than that, I want you to get paid for your level of experience. I want you to get paid for those years. I do not want you thinking you are worthless as a as a more senior professional or experienced worker, but also for you entry-level workers. I want you to know you count. And so I want you to know that we see you. You can't really hide anything. Okay, as I said, you see me and you see Mr. Scott here. And Scott, uh, welcome. I, I love Again. Your, I love your hairstyle, by the way, Gene. It's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting better. Yours, yours is getting better, too. <laughs> However, stay tuned because we got a show coming up. Halloween's coming up. And uh, I got I have an idea. I'm going to come in with a mask on. You're going to hear the same intro. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, just in case you'd like to call the show again, the number is 727-441-3000. If you choose to send me an email, my email is theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. And I will respond to your email. Some of them I'll mention on the air, but thank you and keep them coming. Anyway, this is part two mm-hmm. of a show that we started last week with a person by the name of Jay Johnson. Jay, Jay had another engagement, so he had to back out. But Scott's here. And uh, we got carried away, and, and uh, we wanted to complete some of the stuff that we were saying. So tonight we're going to be offering tips on how to be aware and possibly improve your image. And uh, anyway, we're going we're to be talking about that, so you're going to hear my tips and Scott's tips and anybody else that may have some tips. But However, we're, we're taking tips only. But anyway, uh, I'm just going to say, Scott, thank you very much for coming back. Well, thank people you, just thank heard you for me. having me here, Gene. This is my pleasure. If people heard my background, but brief, briefly tell them yours. Yeah. I came up as a graphic designer and illustrator. I was one of those kids who had a talent for drawing ever since I was very young, and being an artist was my dream growing up. I uh, actually was a graphic designer in the U.S. Army, and when I got out, I went to college, majored in art, minored in psychology. Uh, got off into the graphic design field following college. Uh, have worked as the graphic designer, art director for ad agencies, cor- major corporations, and then have had a good number of years being self-employed. Probably about 12 years ago, I had an idea for illustrating my own children's books, mm-hmm. so I created that. That, while I was creating that book, which took me five years, I started going to seminars and workshops on becoming a successful author and what that took. And one thing I kept hearing was, to be a successful author, you should Mm -hmm. become a competent speaker. Where do you do that? I joined (laughs) Toastmasters. That, I loved it. I loved speaking. And I now also go out. I do motivational speaking for everything from children's charities, speaking to corporations, schools, uh, you name it, all ages from pre-kindergarten all the way up to seniors. So I'm still doing all of those things, and they're all things that I enjoy doing. Great. Okay. Anyway, thank you very much. But he's available for speaking in case you want to call on him as well. That's right. But anyway, just just before we get started here, uh, you heard about a little recap. You mentioned something very important about as a child, you, you had a knack for drawing. And I'm stressing that because in my type of work, I think we all we come into this world with unique things that interest us, that motivate us, and we get started. And in most cases, it, 
it follows us through our lifetime. However, when it comes to jobs and working in our workforce, many of you out there, you go to work to do one job because we're taught to go get a job, and when you go home, you go do what you enjoy doing. This show is about employment opportunities based on doing what you enjoy doing. So you're doing something that you enjoy doing. I I see two parts in it. One, we, we all have a dream of what we would like to be doing. I I like to remind people, though, that sometimes you have to do what you've got to do to get to be doing what you want to do. So Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to take those steps. But I will also say don't give up on your dream. (laughs) Believe in yourself. Have confidence. Uh, Believe in yourself that you can do it, and you are what your dream is. I think you, regardless of of the things that you – must do in order to keep going you still go home and draw at yes. some point yeah you still uh, for me every day yeah yeah still do what motivates you but anyway we, we have some tips that we're going to share tonight but before we do that we have we have to uh, go to a break so you can hear a little bit from our sponsors anyway this is gene hodge with the employment opportunity hour here with scott and we're going to be offering you some tips on becoming aware of the importance of your image we'll be right back this portion of employment opportunity hour is brought to you by web dynamics for you need a website web dynamics for you are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services Check them out at the website www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter u.com. Or call them at 1 530 2135. Again, the website is com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. Hi, this is Gene Hodge. We have great news for you. We have the opportunity to promote the Employment Opportunity Hour, and the Entrepreneur Opportunity Hour with support from you. If you have a business, a product, or service that you would like to reach a greater market to increase your sales, visibility, and profits, we can help you to do that by reaching over 3 million people in the Tampa Bay market. If you have a need for a larger market, WTAN and the show can promote you on the West Coast and the Los Angeles market, reaching about 20 million people. If that's an interest to you, send me an email at the opportunity hour at gmail.com. That's the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Or call WTAN and just ask for Gene Hodge. They will connect you to me. We look forward to helping to promote your business so that you can increase your sales, profit, and visibility. We can do that by you offering contests, by offering special promotions, by giveaways. And these are some of the ways that we can help you to attract the people that you're looking for. Again, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Send me an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Right here. Living in America where they say you can do what you want to do, be who you want to be. That's questionable sometimes, but I believe we all get motivated to do some things that we enjoy doing and i'm just trying to get you to get paid doing what you enjoy doing anyway i'm here with scott howard and scott um uh, i'm i'm just going to say that in in the world we live in when when it comes to jobs i'm going to say all humans are biased because to be aware of that job seekers i'm biased and I'm going to say you are too. But the reason is because I'm a male. I'm not a female. And so my thoughts and perceptions of females is, it comes from my head. But it's, it's my perception, which in many cases is biased. But it's not just that. It's biased toward people of different colors, people of different religions, people that may have disabilities. It's your perception of what you think of them. It's, it's always correct because it's your mind that's saying so. But in some cases, you're way off track. And the only way you're going to know that is when the other person says something. But humans make those types of decisions on other humans. 
and that's that's where a lot of the problem oh, I'm going to say that that's where the problem is but it's not necessarily a problem it could be used to your advantage as well but become aware of of individuals that are biased you had a different comment a different word for bias uh, but, but uh, yeah, yeah I was calling it judgment yeah. or prejudgment I, I'd yeah. like to, I'd like to make a comment I, I may be one who's even guilty of a reverse bias I if I'm doing the interview, mm -hmm. I, I, I often find myself tending to want to lean toward giving the opportunities to women or to people of color or somebody who might, let's say, has a disability. Mm -hmm. I tend to want, and, and maybe that's a reverse bias. It is wanting to give that opportunity to somebody who I can see might have been held back because of some prejudice or something, yeah. uh, again, it's still it's yeah. a, it is a judgment. Yeah, it's a though. judgment. We, we are judging yeah. people based on what we think. On what we think. Well, yeah. No, and we get those perceptions off TV and in the movies and in the neighborhood, and and there are millions of us, billions of us out there. So you may be one that's conscious of it, and the rest of us we're just not even conscious. We we rather react to something that somebody does or says without without questioning what are they saying and why are they saying it. But anyway, so so I'm going to say that for all of you job seekers and you others, be proud to tell people who you are. They can already see you, so don't waste your time by what they see. You know, be, spend your time on telling them who you are, what do you what you know how to do, because you can't ever see that. If it doesn't come out of your mouth, then we don't know it. As simple as that. We use our perception on what we might think of you, you know, based on what we got from our experiences with others like you. Anyway, so I say that we're all biased. And uh, anyway, so I say part of the biggest proof we have a lot of lot of lot of veterans out there that are looking for employment, and they're still struggling to get jobs. And I'm going to say if you haven't been. In the military, your perception of what happens in the military, a lot of the stuff, that, especially if they're in war, you cannot uh, understand that, regardless of how much you might think you may. Anyway, so those biases are going out there in the workplace. And, uh, you know, but I do have some tips, you know, to say about that. Uh, because we're all, we're all just who we are. And another human is going to make a judgment on you, maybe totally innocent in their mind, and you may not accept it that way. You know, so don't blame anyone. Help them to learn. It's simple as that. They have not walked in your shoes, and so the only way they can learn about walking in your shoes, you have to tell them what it's like to walk in your shoes. Other than that, they don't know. You know, so we have a tendency you know, to blame people, especially when it goes into the workplace. But, but it's even biased based on some of our educational levels. Some say, you know, because I got a degree or finished high school, I should be able to do this and should know this and should know that. Life doesn't work that way. Anyway, anyway, so I wanted to talk about that because when it, when it comes down to jobs, I've said this on, uh, on most shows, when it comes to the educational side of it, there are no A's and B's in the workplace. There are no three O's and four O's in the workplace. There's only performance. And there are many that maybe went as far as third grade that are running corporations, multimillionaires, based on performance. And somebody had to choose them. Anyway, so anyway, so I just wanted to just mention that. But anyway, let me get back on track here. And so uh, we talked about the, anyway, for you job seekers, there's a formal side and there is a informal side. The formal side is interviews. And the interviews, based on the type of job that you're going for, it's how you should look going to an interview. And I think you mentioned something last week about a person that came, didn't have a suit, so the bias kind of got to him. Uh, right. In fact, I kind of got called yeah. out on that this week. <laughs> I had uh, commented that a place I worked at, uh, one of my coworkers who was in a managerial position had an interview. And after the interview, I asked him how it went, and he said, oh, the guy was well-qualified, mm -hmm. had a great resume, seemed to know the job. And I, I asked if he hired him, and he said, no, he didn't wear yeah. a suit. And I yeah. said, well, 
What does that have to do with it? We don't wear suits at this company. We're, we're a casual company. And he said, he said, but he didn't know that. If he really wanted this job, he would have been Excellent. dressed for it and he would have worn a suit. Excellent. Well, a friend of mine who was listening in last week actually called me during the week and called me out on it and said, hey, I, I go out to interviews and I don't wear mm -hmm. suits. And, uh, and he actually is in what I would call a professional position. So I, I, think, I think with that consideration, I wouldn't mind hearing what some people have to say about it. I understand if your job is to go and be a plumber, or maybe you're going to go work at the grocery store bagging groceries or Walmart or whatever it might be, that there are many trade positions that, yes, you're mm -hmm. not going to wear a suit to go on the interview. Uh, likewise, uh, I, we both, Gene and I, uh, Stress the importance like, of networking and getting out and being yeah. out in the I got on tight the networking world. Got on and uh, and when you're networking, you're not always wearing a suit yeah. either. You're dressed for the occasion. So, yeah, let me let me yeah. let me just mention this on the formal side. If you're going for what's called a formal interview, make a phone call or ask the person that's setting up the meeting. Ask them how should you show up or how should you dress. That's all you got to do. Right. Ask and then follow that direction. Now the other side is the informal side. I suggest for most of you, if I could, I get you all to do the informal. But the informal is based on who knows who that knows who that knows who. And most experienced workers already know people who have gotten jobs because they knew somebody, they knew somebody, they knew somebody. But also on the informal side, since all of those are referrals and contacts, you may find that you're meeting on the golf course. No, you're meeting for breakfast. You're meeting, for, you're meeting at the bar. You're meeting for lunch. You're meeting for, you're meeting for dinner. Those are informal, so you can show up as you are, and the real you shows up. You know, the real human shows up. In some cases, it may be a suit, but it could be in shorts. It could be at the swimming pool. Because those types of meetings go on every day, and a lot of the big decisions get made like that. A lot of people hear about about the stuff on the golf course, but it doesn't have to be the golf course. It could be on the tennis court. You know, based on somebody saying, hey, I know somebody that you should speak with. And because of their influence or because of their contacts. And so the informal side is where a lot of the people get jobs that you didn't think were qualified or you didn't think had the qualifications, but in some sense they did because they got chosen. And so, so it's important to recognize that many people get jobs based on referrals, somebody referring them. It's called networking because people get a chance to see you. I mentioned at the start of the show, people see your front side, back side, see all of you. And so, so that you know, happens on the informal side. Anyway, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a tip. If, if, I, may, if yeah. I may just kind of yeah. cut in here and add to it, Gene, and I'm sorry to interrupt, oh, but no. – uh, it still comes back to the subject of what we're talking about today is the importance of image. Mm -hmm. And no matter how you are meeting somebody, if there's an interest in a job, a promotion, uh, an opportunity of any kind, when you are meeting people, you are creating an image. image. And the more you're aware of the image you are putting always. out to the people around mm -hmm. you, the better off you're yeah. going to be. You're always creating an image. I'm going to talk about that, but, but, but I'm going to say that for you job seekers out there, uh, my tip for that is, is go to as many job fairs as you can. Go to any types of public places where you get a chance to talk to other people centered around jobs. Don't go to job fairs expecting a job. Go to job fairs so people can see you. That's my tip. Okay, go there so they can see you, your front side, back side, how old you look, you know, whether you have a limb missing. Go there because they're going to see you. What they don't know is what's going to come out of your mouth. So go to job fairs to tell, to ask people who are they, what do they do, even the representatives of the companies. They are looking at you as well. All they want to know is what you want to what you want to do, what's going to, what you want coming out of your mouth. 
Uh, Gene, yeah. Gene Gene is yeah. one who often promotes being able to find opportunities without using a resume. Uh, however, I will I will also say there are times when you are requested to have that resume mm -hmm. and even the resume can create an image. If you have any misspellings of words in a resume, it can be held against you as being qualified for that job. Humans do that. Humans do it. Yeah, and, humans do that. And especially and, educated humans yeah. who are aware yeah. of spelling and punctuation yeah. and things like that. If that is yeah. not your strongest suit and you're looking for some kind of position, have somebody mm -hmm. look it over who is more qualified to look at spelling and punctuation and make sure that the words are right on your resume. I got a surprise coming up a little later on. Hopefully we get a chance to talk about it in the show. But but the surprise, but the thing I, I, I guess the, the key piece is do your best as you can, but understand you're just a human. Do not try to compare yourself with others because they aren't you. It's you know really just that simple. Become aware of who you are. Because that, that image is yours. You need to be aware of how it comes across to others because you're going to run into some that don't like your resume. They're not going to like your tie today. You know, they're not going to like you because it's just in them. There's something, you know, there's something biased about it. Anyway, so it's just be aware of the image you're creating. And hopefully you want to create one that's workable between you and others. That's, you know, that, that's the key. No matter what you do, there are going to be people who somehow uh, will be the naysayers, the critics. They won't like you, and you just have to realize that that's them and it's not mm -hmm. you. Uh, one of the most important things you can have is confidence in yourself. Uh, even if you have not yet done a job, to feel confident that I can do it, to show that confidence in yourself mm -hmm. and how you stand and present yourself is a positive image. Well, maybe you can't do it, but you want to do it. And 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 in some cases, if you if you're willing to tell people what you'd like to do, some are going to open those doors to give you a shot at doing it. You don't just go from you know from step one to step twelve. You go you go step one, step two, step three. And so some people will look at how much do you already have, and how much can we give you to get you just to the next step. Because they're not going to get you to step 12. Step 12 may come 20 years later. You know, just like you heard my background, I didn't just get that. You know, if you look at my age, it took some time for me to get there, and hopefully I'm not done yet. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to be at tomorrow. But anyway, our time is ticking by. We need to hear something from our sponsors. Gene Hodge, Scott Howard, offering some tips to help you job seekers out there to become aware of your image. And we'll be right back to share some more with you. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. 
If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. I don't know how I know, but I'm gonna find my purpose. I don't know where I'm gonna look. Look here. Look here to find that purpose. Right here on the Employment Opportunity Hour. I believe you all have a purpose. I say this on most shows. It's all the stuff you find, all the stuff you find yourself doing when when you're not working, unless you have a happy job. If you have a happy job, then you're doing what you enjoy doing, getting paid. But you do have a purpose, and whatever you have that motivates you, drives you, it is there so that you have a destiny and it's it's I'm just trying to get you to go step it out and use it so that you can get paid doing it. We have a we have a caller on the line? Okay, put the caller on. Caller is Bill. Okay, hello Bill. Hello June, how you doing? I am doing fine. And hello to Scott. Scott happens to be a buddy of mine and I wanna reiterate and support something I heard uh, him say. Yeah, I recognize this voice now. Hi Bill, how are you? I'm great, Scott. <laughs> okay. whether, you, whether you're looking for a job or not, whether you're retired like me and looking for an activity, one of the best things you can do for yourself, either personally or professionally, is to join Toastmasters. Mm-hmm. Because we are all about communication, and if we can't communicate with other people, we're not going to get very far. And one thing I like to tell people is that you would be amazed at how much fun you can have. Fun, F-U-N, learning how to do one of the most fearsome things known to the human race, and that is speak in public. So I recommend the organization highly. Bill, that was actually something I was hoping to kind of bring in somewhere along here, and I agree 100%. I've been a member for 10 years, and I do feel that Toastmasters is a form of self-development and self-improvement. It builds confidence. It develops yourself as a leader there's so many things that get out of toastmasters and one of the best parts about it is that it's so affordable the uh, the amount to be a member is so nominal that it, just about anybody can do it so, do you have anything else that you'd love to add on that i got a question oh gene go ahead good how can someone get in touch with toastmasters just get in touch with it number one number number two is how do they find something in their local area Bill, why don't you answer that? Sure. Here's my suggestion. If you go to www.toastmasters.org, Toastmasters with with an S on the end, .org, there'll be a field where you can type in your zip code, and you'll get a big list of clubs in your area. Go around and visit a few and and see what the culture of the different clubs is like and what they do, and um, just get a feel for it. Most likely, nobody will ask you to say anything as a a guest, (laughs) but... um, uh, that's that's um, that's how I did it. I've, as a matter of fact, back in the day, I found uh, a phone number in the phone book, one of the hardcover, hard copy phone books that we used to use back in the nineties. I remember and, those. <laughs> yeah, I just I just went to the. <laughs> it was before and, my time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay, Scott. You're a young guy, so we can <laughs> we can excuse you for that. But I went to the meeting and I got a feel for what it was like, and then um, somebody there told me about other meetings in the area, so. That's what I always recommend to people. Go around to a few meetings, see what it's like, get a feel for it. And um, we have a brand, couple of brand new members, uh, three new members at my club, as a matter of fact, who, who did just that. They visited a few, decided, yeah, I like this, and I like this club, and I can tell already they're going to be a great addition to the club. Great, great. Now, you got you guys in the Tampa Bay area, right? Yes, yes uh, both both in okay. Pinellas. We're not in the okay. same clubs. We run into Great. each other at events, larger Great. events, and uh, have known each other for probably somewhere in the range of about eight years. I would oh, guess. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Well, as long as you've been in Toastmasters, I, I've I, been um, I've been at twenty three years. So wow. when, when you, I, I'm when I'm I'm hitting ten years next month. But it, it probably was two years in before I started getting out 
beyond my club and going to other clubs and going to other events and so so I tend to think that that first two years I was kind of uh, like many yeah, people yeah, I was just yeah. within my own initial group and it took that while to grow beyond it. I've gone yeah. to several. I believe I've, I've seen several, you at, yeah. At, yeah. at some. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, thank you for, thank you very much for calling. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, Bill. Okay, Bill. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. Okay. I, I can't say enough about Toastmasters. Honestly, uh, the skill sets of what you learn by being in Toastmasters, just being a member, the confidence that it builds, the leadership skills, it will help you to grow. I can't tell you how many people that I know that have been in Toastmasters mm -hmm. who have got promotions in their jobs, sometimes multiple promotions just within a few years because of the skills they've learned to communicate, to think mm -hmm. improvisationally, to respond. To okay. It, it mm -hmm. just makes that kind of a difference. So you'd recommend job seekers start with, with Toastmasters? Uh, absolutely. I, okay. It, it is it, the leaders in mm -hmm. any business are those who can speak, speak. to a group yeah. of people. Mm -hmm whether it's your employees, whether it's in sales and you're talking to your customers, whether any, any way that you are speaking to other employees is communication. And it comes right back again to our subject of image. No. And that ability to speak and communicate clearly is going to lead you to higher levels in any organization, any business you're in. Okay, now, can somebody contact you? Just find out more about Toastmasters, if you like. Uh, absolutely, sure. Uh, to contact me personally. Yeah, to email? Uh, sure, mm -hmm. uh, through my email, if you like, which is scott at myscottart.com. Okay. Uh, however, I, I recommend mm -hmm. you can just go online and go to Google and look up Toastmasters and put in your zip code or your area and you'll find clubs in your area and just go and check okay. it out. There's no cost to go visit a club. Uh, okay. You're going to find people who are supportive, who are encouraging, who are going to mm -hmm. help you to develop your skills and your communication skills, your confidence. And it's going to make all the difference in the world. And again, it's the prices. I, I don't want to okay, say great. the price on air, but it is okay, so great. nominal. It's, a, okay, great. it's amazing. It's surprising. Okay, if you want to send me an email, again, it's the opportunity hour, T H E opportunity hour at gmail.com. And uh, we can help you out as we Toastmasters as well. Call. Anyway, we got another caller on the yeah, line. D is on the line. D. Okay, D. Yes, good evening. Uh, this good evening. Hi. How are you? I'm blessed, thank you. How are you? Hi, Scott. Great. How Hi, are Dee. you tonight? I am awesome. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm Dee Wilkins with uh, Impact Business and Professional Magazine. And I just wanted to, um, I heard Mr. Hodge say earlier that it's always a good idea, which I agree, uh, that when you're going uh, on an initial interview, I think it's always nice to give the, um, the company a telephone call and, yes, ask. You know, what is the attire for this particular interview? Uh, it always makes it, um, you know, that first mm -hmm. impression a very, very lasting, very important one. And it also shows the uh, interviewer respect for the company uh, that you cared enough to dress Define. properly mm -hmm. because you do have the yeah. formal and the informal. Mm -hmm. The other part that I wanted to say that when you go into an interview, regardless of which one it is, um, I would always say that, you know, interviews are always somewhat intimidating. At least that's how the individual may feel. So it's always a nice idea to reach across and shake the hand of the individual, not a, a light handshake, but something that shows, you know, respect mm -hmm. and, and a little uh, confidence in yourself as well as them. Also, um, you know, when you're speaking, try to be relaxed and, and try to smile. Uh, look at the person, not off to the side and to the other side. Look them in their eye because that uh, also depicts, uh, I would think, some form of uh, trust. And it lets them know that you're interested in what they're saying. And, and don't smile too much, but certainly don't go in with a glum look. Uh, I think that that kind of turns you, you know, it, it sets the tone for the interview itself. So if you're... a you know, you're a smile, you know, and you're, you're got that powerful kind of confident handshake uh, already. And don't slump when you're uh, in there. 
kind of, you know, let sit straight up. I, I'm going to agree with you, Dee. If you, <laughs> if you think about it from the perspective of the person giving the interview, if you have two people that come in and apply for the same job, mm-hmm. and one is kind of carrying themselves down, they're not looking confident, they're staring at the table, they don't answer the, the questions comfortably, and the other one comes in and they're positive, they're cheerful, they're friendly, they act like they're going to interact well with the other members of, the, of this business, exactly. uh, which, which one are you going to hire? Even if that one that is looking a little more glum and down has a better resume, mm. one of the judgments that an interviewer is thinking is who is going to fit in with my business and who is going to help mm-hmm. it to grow who is going to look best to my customers uh, yeah so those are the things that people are looking at beyond just the experience and that again it just yeah. keeps coming back to image to the image you portray exactly yeah. and and if i could just interject one other thing scott um remember that you you want to be dressed um uh dressed for success um, let's have our fingernails uh, clean. Let's have our shoes, uh, you know, uh, in good shape. Let's have that shirt and tie, or if it's a young lady, um, make sure that, you know, you're nice and neat. And for heaven's sakes, please make sure you smell good. I've had <laughs> okay. some of the okay. come in, okay. and, and it was, you know, it was a turnoff. So those little okay. tiny things, but they make a, a difference. Okay. So I thank I just, you guys once again for Hold on, just two. one one second. I just want to add something for the job seeker because mm-hmm. uh, you kind of touched on it. But if your job, the job that you're applying for, if that job involves talking to other people, mm. then it's best to make sure you're looking the person in the eye because if you got to look at because you can't look at that person, you're not going to look at all the other customers and all the other people. Yeah. A, a lot of customer yeah. service yeah. positions now, grocery stores and things related to hospitality, even restaurants now, they actually have these little online tests or questions that they ask uh, people who are applying for positions. And those questions, they might be multiple choice, but they are actually trying to find out the personality traits and the attitudes of that prospective em- employer and is it are they answering with positive outlooks or are they answering with a little bit of a negative outlook and those questions can make a difference okay That's true. anyway d well thank you very much give give us a call again and keep calling i will certainly do that at some point thank we'll you get gentlemen. you in here get you thank on the you, show d. so we can see you <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. Okay. You guys have a great night. Thanks, Steve. Okay, thank Bye. you very much. Bye-bye. Okay, we're getting ready to run out of time again. but, but, but uh, I know you had another subject you wanted to hit on here. Yeah. As far as my tips and other subjects here. Um, the other subject I want to hit on was displaying an image. We, we have a couple of minutes, but uh, I'm going I'm to say I'm just going to say something that adds on to your image. Scott is, is a graphic artist or an artist. He has two books sitting right here on the table, and I know you can't see them. I got two books sitting here too. But can you can you give us a quick thirty second overview or uh, at least thirty minutes? <laughs> I'll do my best to cut it down. Well, show it to show uh, it to him. Stand first, it up in front of the camera who, for those who can see yeah. uh, online yeah. that might be looking. Uh, my best-selling book is called The Artsy Ant Alphabet Art Adventures. It is a children's book directed toward kids between the age of 5 and 12. However, I will say this book is now in senior homes and pretty much all ages mm-hmm. like this book. Uh, what I did, if I can open this up, was for each letter of the alphabet, I have two pages on this right-hand page, for instance, here's the letter A. Everything that's illustrated within that page is, I don't know if that can even be seen on here, but everything that's Most illustrated likely, yeah. on that page are things whose names begin with that letter. It can be colored in. There's also a list of 
the things that can be found. So for younger children, that's helping them to learn the alphabet or this word association. And everybody likes Where's Waldo, the finding things in the pictures. And finally, okay. the stories, the main stories of Artsy Ant, and he becomes the most successful ant in the hill and one day decides, I'm going on an adventure around the world. <laughs> well, as he's traveling, he's meeting all of these other characters, Brian the Brain Bear and Carol the Cat oh, and Doug okay. Donkey, and each one has a story about their lives, mm -hmm. and there's an inspiring message within each one. One might be about friendship, okay. another about sharing, a lot about self-confidence and believing in yourself, chasing your dreams, the joy of reading, the value of learning. So there's a, a whole lot of everything that's happening in this book. Okay. Uh, on on the image side, I, I will say, yeah, too, yeah. And I wanted to go back to this. We talk a lot about resumes. Uh, a lot now has to do with having websites. And for me, for instance, I, I have a website as a graphic designer mm -hmm. with my portfolio on it. I have a website for my book with the book on it and how people can order it. And then I have a website as a speaker, scotthowardspeaks.com. Okay. So a lot of people are going to have that website now and can direct people to their website to learn more about them, which is kind mm -hmm. of like having an online resume. Okay. Uh, the other the other book actually is called Scott Howard's Tips on Becoming a Highly Paid Speaker. This one was kind of interesting in that I had it, hold it up, hold it up. I, I was yeah. I was in okay. a uh, I had given a public speech in which this gentleman named Richard Lowe came up to me afterward and he said, I think you're one of the best speakers I've ever heard. Do you mind if I interview you? So we arranged some few days later to sit for an interview and he actually recorded it. Uh, the interview was all okay. of about two hours mm -hmm. long and then he, with, with my permission, mm -hmm. took that interview, had it transcribed into type and made a book out of it. The funny part was when he gave me some copies of the books, I did not know that it was going to be tips okay. on becoming a highly paid speaker. I just got, thought it was going to be tips on becoming a good speaker. Okay. So, uh, tell, so the, tell, the highly tell, paid part, I'm not sure how much that touches on that. but it's well, still, tell, tell us how can yeah. we get in touch with you or get a copy uh, right quick. Probably through the websites. Let, let's say uh, the, the book, we'll call it at artsyantbook.com. The Scott Howard's Tips, that's on most of my websites. I have myscottart.com for my graphic okay. design and then uh, scotthowardspeaks.com for for speaking. So okay. uh, depending on where the interest is, I can direct people anywhere. Okay. Now I had Scott do that because part of creating an image or the importance of your image is it, kind of like saying who you are, what you do. In addition to us hearing you, you, you have something else to show. Because that adds to your credibility. If, if, I, may adds, add, if I may yeah. add to that, I, yeah. as a graphic designer, I'm often asked to either illustrate other people's mm -hmm. children's books, and I'm working on a few of them right now. Uh, one is coming out that I'm really proud of. Or just to even create a book cover for somebody, for an author who has created their own book, and I've created several. But one of the things that many authors don't think about is that they're branding their book and they're trying to create mm -hmm. an image for their book. And that's my part as a graphic designer often to create that brand. But a part of creating a book is to brand yourself as the author as well. Mm -hmm. uh, if you think about J.K. Rowling, you know she has the Harry Potter books. You know that's her type of story. Stephen King, it's horror books. You know when you hear many famous authors' names, what kind of writing they do and what kind of books they put out. Okay. And it's very important, mm -hmm. similarly, that you create an image as an author mm -hmm. for the books that you're putting okay. out, that this is your topic, this is your subject matter. And okay. the same thing goes for speakers. You create an image mm -hmm. for the topics you speak on. Okay, let me talk about my creative, because our time is going to run out. Okay. <laughs> it's on you, Gene. I'm going to create an image, too. I have two books, right, right? Right now, this is for job seekers that have gotten frustrated because they were, they're getting tired of sending out multiple resumes, getting tired of filling out applications, almost the same application for different companies, getting tired of not being recognized. If your resume had a purpose, this book is designed to get you to, to understand that your resume should have a purpose. The purpose is for you to find something that you enjoy doing. I also have another book 
which is called the purpose of a cover letter, which is designed to have you send a cover letter to get something that you enjoy doing. Anyway, I'm just going to say go get my book. It's available on Amazon. It's available on on HodgePodgeTraining.com site, and I have an online course of both books available on Udemy, Udemy.com, U-D-E-M-Y.com, and you can get those courses at at a discounted price as well. Anyway, I just wanted to say that because I didn't want to use up all of our time. But but do you have any a last-minute tip for any of our people on the importance of image? I'm going to say that everything we do creates an image. If you are honest, you create an image, image. of integrity. Great. Mm-hmm. Everything you say and you speak creates an image of who you are. And mm. oftentimes, what are they, how, is, how is it put that you, you, you never get a second chance to make a first yeah. impression? How you come on to somebody in your first meeting it doesn't matter if you're sitting in a restaurant or a bar yeah. or you're meeting them in some kind of a, an event mm-hmm. or you're going on an interview. You are creating an impression of who you are. So be aware yeah, be of aware. that. Be aware. Mm-hmm. And, and try to develop the confidence, the self-confidence and the awareness of who you are and how you're presenting yourself because you never know who that person is that you're meeting and That's what they sure. might mean yeah. to you in your future. They, mm-hmm. they could become your best friend. They could become your boss. You could mean something to them. You can be helping others. They could be somebody mm-hmm. that you're going to make a difference to. And don't ever pre-assume as, at least <laughs> as little as possible. Don't, don't prejudge and don't be biased if, if you can possibly yeah. in any way help it. Okay, great, great. I'm going to say don't, don't try to oversell or prove anything either. Just, just be a conversationalist and let the person develop their own image and perception of you because you're doing the same thing for them. But understand they're human just like you. Anyway, the last thing, because I, I'll just give them the cue that we gotta. We gotta talk for two whole more minutes. Two minutes. minutes. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this, I had mentioned this earlier. As a tip, we cannot see you on a piece of paper. Like I mentioned earlier, get in front of as many people as you can. We cannot see you on a resume. I know some people are sitting in headshots. I'm going to ask you to think about that because we can, look, we can look at your head, but what happens is the rest of you shows up when you show up. And oftentimes those decisions are made when you show up because you, because you gave one image and then you showed up in another image. The person may not like you because you're too tall, too short, too big, too skinny. You have a different color, different religion. All of those humans do that. In the formal system, when you're filling out applications or sending out resumes, be very conscious your resume may not be going to a human. It's going to a machine that's going to look at your keywords and then maybe to a human that kind of like recommends you. Anyway, my suggestion is show up first. Always show up first and tell us the rest after you've shown up. <laughs> Gene, thank you so much for having me on your show this week. Well, Scott, thank you very pleasure. much. Thank you. thank you very much for coming back. Good to see you. Looking good. Always good to see you. Gene's another one. We've known each other for 10 years now. It's always yeah, a pleasure. Moving on. Anyway, you hear the music. As our time runs out, I want you all to know all the things you find yourself doing that you enjoy doing, you literally have been doing it your way. I'm just trying to get you to go have some fun getting paid doing what you do anyway. Anyway, thanks, Scott. This is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour, and we're out of here. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.